Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Tuesday, June 27th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Emily Likens is a doula who works with people who have abortions. She's also Catholic. I remind people that God loves them and God forgives them and that like God sees their pain. We'll have more on Catholic doulas whose work is in conflict with the teachings of their church in just a few minutes. Starbucks workers at four stores in the St. Louis region are calling for a fair contract and protections for LGBTQ plus employees. They went on strike yesterday to back the demands. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt reports they join unionized Starbucks workers throughout the country seeking the same things. The locally unionized Starbucks workers and their supporters gathered at the store on Kings Highway near Chippewa on Monday. They called on the Seattle-based company to negotiate a contract in good faith and stop targeting employees for displaying gay pride decorations. Jasper Berry is a barista at the location on Hampton and Wise. It's a lot, honestly, it's a lot. And then to come in every day to a job that's supposed to have your back and they tell you to take down your pride decorations, it's kind of like a slap in the face. It's kind of what it feels like, honestly. Barry says Starbucks had been one of the first safe spaces for them to explore their gender identity, but they say it doesn't feel that way now. A spokesperson for Starbucks says the company offers unwavering support for the LGBTQ community. I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio. Amtrak is now operating higher speed schedules between Chicago and St. Louis. Service started yesterday with trains reaching 110 miles per hour, which could shave 15 minutes off the original travel time. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker says the increased speeds will help solidify the state as a major transportation hub. Investments like these not only connect our cities, they allow our residents to access new jobs and to start new businesses, and they bring neighborhoods and cities closer together to collaborate for the betterment of our entire region. The $2 billion project has been in the works since 2010 and includes building new stations in Alton, Pontiac, and Carlinville. Gas prices in the St. Louis region are up nearly 20 cents a gallon just in the past week. GasBuddy's survey for nearly 1,000 stations shows an 18.9 cent hike. That's roughly 18 cents higher than a month ago. Prices in St. Louis range from $3.03 a gallon to $3.99. They run from $3.65 to $3.89 in the Metro East. GasBuddy says prices in Rolla range from $3.14 to $3.39, and they are between $3.20 and $3.89 in the Quincy area. Missouri and Illinois are each receiving more than $1 billion to expand broadband access. The federal government says the funding is part of a national $42 billion Internet for All initiative. Missouri will use $1.7 billion to help expand access to more than 350,000 homes and small businesses. Illinois wants to bring broadband to nearly 240,000 homes and businesses with its slightly more than $1 billion in federal funding. The states need to develop their own ideas for the money. St. Louis's new soccer stadium will host the U.S. men's national team in a Gold Cup game tomorrow at City Park. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports it comes as the stadium has seen sellout crowds in its inaugural season as the home for St. Louis City SC. Sean Johnson is a goalie for Toronto FC, another MLS club that will play City SC in July. 
but first he'll play here as part of the U.S. men's national team. Johnson says every MLS player he has spoken to has only good things to say about St. Louis's soccer culture. It's just incredible to hear how uh, unbelievable the atmosphere is, um, how energetic it is. Um, obviously, the team's gotten off to a great start, um, so it seems like things are you know, really thriving here. City Park will host a game between Jamaica and Nicaragua at 6.30 on Wednesday night, followed by the U.S. match against the Caribbean island nation of St. Kitts and Nevis. I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. Official teachings of the Catholic Church oppose abortion, but many Catholic adults in the United States did not believe Roe v. Wade should have been overturned. A vocal segment is Catholic abortion doulas. They call themselves the faithful majority, including in Illinois. Mawa Iqbal reports. A pile of books sits on Emily Likens' kitchen table. One of them is called Decision Assessment and Counseling in Abortion Care. It is sort of known as the the Bible of abortion counseling. So one of the chapters in here uh, specifically addresses religion, emotional conflict. Here, spirit. Likens is an independent doula based in the south and west suburbs of Chicago. She's a full-spectrum doula, which means she offers emotional support and guidance to people throughout all stages of family planning, which includes abortion care. And she's Catholic. But Likens says her faith doesn't contradict her work. It informs her on how to help people as they seek and go through with an abortion. Sometimes when women feel like they're committing a sin, she tells them, Forgiveness is the ultimate crux of Christianity. I remind people that God loves them and God forgives them and that like God sees their pain. Likens has been a doula for over a decade, but she'd been surrounded by reproductive health care since she was a child, helping her mom as she went through a pregnancy via in vitro fertilization, witnessing a home birth at her neighbor's. And then at 21, Likens had an unplanned pregnancy. And I did a lot of thinking and a lot of praying and a lot of talking to other people and reading people's experiences. And at the end of the day, I was wholeheartedly certain that I needed and wanted this abortion, but I I was grieving. I was heartbroken about having to make this choice. I felt shameful for putting myself in a situation where I needed to make this choice. Um, The partner that I had was like, also felt deep shame and didn't want us to talk about this to anyone. But she says for all the shame she felt, she was met with overwhelming kindness and acceptance at the abortion clinic. And that is what activated her to assist in abortion care. Likens currently lives in a conservative Catholic community just outside of Joliet, where she says abortion is usually met with silence. Kay Hoding, who lives about 700 miles away, is hoping to break that stigma. The Pew studies, the Gallup studies, all of which show time and time again that like Catholics actually pretty much agree on abortion and they think that abortion should be legal. Hoding is a Catholic abortion doula based in Washington, D.C. She also serves as a writer and managing editor for Catholics for Choice, an international nonprofit that promotes access to abortion within the context of Catholicism. They often hold demonstrations, like one they did to counter the 2022 March for Life at the Basilica of the National Shrine of Immaculate Conception in D.C., the largest Roman Catholic church in the country. When we projected on the bell tower, we projected facts. We projected things like one in four abortion patients is Catholic. The U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops has repeatedly rejected Catholics for choice as a Catholic organization. Hoding says the bishop's messaging has left many of her Catholic doula clients to feel isolated. 
And when she tells them she is also Catholic, she says many of them are brought to tears, which is something that Likens has experienced as well. She says she will often pray with her Christian patients and guide them through the process by asking questions like, Is there a manifestation of this situation where God actually agrees with your decision to have an abortion and sees you as a person who is hurting and in, in need of kind care, compassion, saving? And since the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe last year, she's seen a shift among some of the more fundamentally religious doulas who would refuse to help patients seeking abortion care. And now almost all of the birth workers I interact with very proudly and openly express their, you know, their political views about abortion. And the belief that abortion is a part of the spectrum of health care that doulas can help people navigate, no matter what their faith background is. I'm Mawa Iqbal. Mawa is a reporter with public radio stations in Illinois. Before wrapping up, two St. Louis-born brothers who became heavyweight boxing title holders are the newest inductees into the St. Louis Walk of Fame. Michael and Leon Spinks are the first brothers to go into the walk on the Delmar Loop. Both won gold medals at the 1976 Olympics. Leon would make more boxing history just a couple years later. They knew! That's the moment in 1978 when Leon Spinks beat Muhammad Ali to become the heavyweight boxing champion. Spinks died in 2021. He was 67. His brother Michael is now 66 and lives in Delaware. Ashley Listenby is the news director of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.